Hi and welcome to Offscript with Sam Monk. My name's Jake. We want to talk about what's worked, what hasn't, and leadership lessons. And this is our shout episode two special, our shout special at Offscript. And it's great to have Sam here. Sam, last episode, we talked about the origin story of shout. Yeah, shout and conference. Shout conference. Yeah, yeah. not yeah, just not, a not shout. Just shouting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Jake, when did you lead a when shout? Was well, the, when I was oh. a little kid, I shouted a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we talked about that, and you talked about we started in the upper theater of the Mercury, which was yep. about 150 seats, say, and then yeah. the daunting move to move downstairs into yeah. the, you know, so now it's probably what 300 seats down there. So talk about how shout well, downstairs. Room. Yeah, 500. Oh, okay, uh, back yeah, in yeah, right, yeah. right, 580. And the main theater. Oh, true, true. Yeah, yeah. So we, you started to grow and people started to think this thing is cool. Yeah. So how, talk about that because that's a journey both for you, I guess, personally as well, like the yeah. faith to start to occupy bigger spaces. Like how did it grow? Why did it grow? Talk. Well, um, yeah, we grew and we started filling the, the Mercury Theatre. So that, that space was- That must have felt massive at the time. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was <laughs> great to see that space fill and it just had a touch of God on it. And there was a hunger and a desire, um, you know, to keep on going and expanding. But the challenge came when you're going from a space that you owned, the Mercury Theatre, to a space that you're hiring because there's a a different level of cost (laughs) and complexity um, that's involved in that. But, you know, we felt God was taking um, the whole church on this journey of going from a place where we were a pack. We were set up church. Um, we were all set in the Mercury Theatre to a place where we were packing in and packing out, and so so that whole um, that whole dynamic uh, really uh, the growth of Shelp helped us as a church um, navigate some of those complexities of occupying bigger spaces. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, we I remember going into. Uh, the Altair Centre and thinking, wow, this is a big venue. <laughs> it's the biggest venue in the whole world. <laughs> and, I, and as it goes with hiring bigger venues also, wow, this is costing a lot of money because <laughs> you're hiring everything and uh, you're paying for every little thing you use. Um, but over the years, we've just found, um, you know, God supplied our needs as we've um, created uh, and spoken to the vision, God's brought about the provision. But one thing we said um, from the start, because we just wanted that the heart of or the spirit of a volunteer right. to just um, pervade every aspect of of shout. And you know, from right from the start, we've just said no matter what role you play in shout, serving any aspect, you know, if you're part of a Quippers Church, uh, let's all register. Let's all right. register because we're actually investing um, into cool. the the vision of where we believe God wants yeah. to take this. Yeah, and that level of investment, along with the hours that people have served, has made shout what it is. It's mm. created the environment, I believe, for for God to move. You know, it's just that that heart to to volunteer and serve others. And we often say it was the servants at at the wedding. They, they knew that the water had turned into wine. Mm-hmm. The guests, they didn't see the miracle. True, they just knew that the good wine came out last. Yeah, yeah, true. Uh, but in that whole miracle, is it was those behind the scenes who actually saw the miracle, and the testimony over the years is it's those who have been engaged at a level 
um, where they're serving others and uh, investing into the heart and the spirit mm. of what we believe God wants to do. They're the ones, you know, who come away with <laughs> the most in yeah. a lot of places. Yeah. So talk about. Let me take a step back because you, we've talked a lot on the podcast about team. Yeah. And one thing I think you know people have really appreciated and the feedback we've been getting is a lot of. Uh, your, the way that you work with team and empowering team and getting team on board has you know, been significant and really helped a lot of people. So, so talk about the moment, and, and I don't know whether you can define it, where you realise you had to move out of the Mercury, yeah. and, but you also, you, you know you can't do this by yourself. Yeah. You needed the team and you needed... Was there a conversation you had? Was there a sense of getting people together to go, hey guys, we need to occupy some bigger spaces? I mean, how did that sort of? I don't know if you can cast your mind back enough, but do you yeah. remember that moment or getting people on board with it? Or well, it's yeah, knowing we've always said, man, God wants to fill stadiums. Is <laughs> one thing saying that? Is another <laughs> thing? It was a yeah, man. Let's <laughs> do this. Is another thing actually positioning yourself for that to happen? Um, you know, nothing worse than hiring a stadium and there's only a few people well, in we've there. We've done that too. Go we've, in. It's hello, another, it's, it's hello, another podcast. Hello, we've been hello. there. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's like, you know, you're stepping out in faith in what you believe in your spirit. A lot of people declare those things. Um, you know, we want to see miracles. I often say this. We want to see miracles, but we don't want to be in a position where we need a that's miracle. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's awkward and that's tough. But I, I think what helped me um, just go into those spaces was surrounding myself with people who have occupied um, spaces that are bigger than me and then yeah. being able to bring them into um, sharp minister into that into our environment, it just releases a greater measure of faith and, and expectation. And one thing I've realized, you know, having been in big spaces and meeting the people who have brought leadership to those spaces is is they're not too dissimilar to the average person. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Uh, but it's just that faith yeah. and that confidence. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we just said, man, we've got to give it a go. We've got to give it a go. We're, yeah. we're not going to die wondering in this. Um, because I heard for many years, you know, these stadiums, you know, God wants to occupy and fill. And so, <laughs> yeah, you can say that. That's nice words. <laughs> um, but but to actually, you actually try and fill them. Yeah, yeah to you try and do that. And so God's, God's just been so good uh, over the years. Um, and again, what happens in a prophetic encounter moment uh, is worth the investment. You can, you know, spend money on many different things, but a catalytic moment that can ch change the direction uh, of somebody's life, um, you know, it's worth um, the spend. And I think so many people, oh, that costs a lot of money and different things like that, but they don't get upset at the Olympics. <laughs> and, True. And there's far more money spent. <laughs> We're not spending billions here, man. <laughs> yeah, for the Olympics. And they're doing it for a medal that tarnishes in fate. Right. But what we're doing is something that's going to last into eternity. And, uh, you know, it's amazing how many people go, they don't get upset when Beyonce or somebody comes into town and they, they pay, what, $350 yeah. for a, a, a ticket to go yeah. to that. And so often we're charging, you know, 100 bucks mm. for, for four nights and three days. And yeah. it's like, oh, that's, that's too much money. But I, I love the fact that, you know, now 
we've got some promoters coming in and even looking at our stage sets to get inspiration of what's been created, created it at Shout. Um, and it's like, but it, it's it's interesting people's mentality, mm-hmm. you know, just even around that. And I'm just so thankful uh, that we've got a group of people that just say, hey, you know, uh, we're going to invest into this because we believe, um, you know, in the impact it's having yeah. in people's lives. Yeah, that's good. I can still remember a moment, and I talk about this a few different times in the Aotea Centre. And the Aotea, if you don't know, the building is sort of, I guess, about 2,200 yep. probably seats in the back in the day. And and uh, and we always felt as a team, didn't we, we always want to fill spaces. God's always honoured that. We've yep. always filled spaces. And we hired it, and I can remember it was, the, it was the Saturday night. I think it was the last night. And and I'm standing there, sort of, the, I think, just sitting behind you. And there's this moment of worship. You know, God's doing amazing things. And I, and I remember just sort of standing and turning around, and it's got three tiers to the building. And you've just about got every hand lifted, you know, there's tears, there's just this amazing worship environment. And for me personally, and at that stage I was sort of overseeing the budget, which is terrifying if people know <laughs> the situation. Uh, but uh, overseeing the budget, but thinking, man, we, you know, we, we do have to, there's some things that I was really going through internally, but to see that environment, to see the house full yeah. like that was just powerful. It was a real journey for me to give the confidence to go, man, God was always in it and he was always there. And, mm. and like God's saying, you know, I'll deal with those things, but you create the space yep. for me to move and I'll come in and do it. God's attracted to emptiness. Yeah. I like this story, you know, where they had to put out the jars and as many jars as they, they put find, out yeah. uh, were filled. And so often we want God to fill, but we're not prepared to get the empty yeah. e- empty jar. Yeah. <laughs> it's like we've got to get the empty jar before God can... God can fill it, and uh, God's attracted to that emptiness, and that's the space that He wants to yeah. uh, wants to come and fill in our own lives. But I believe, you know, right around. Yeah, I still remember your example of you know, it's the size of the vessel that we give to God, and you know, we, we sometimes go to a waterfall with a little thimble full, and yeah. oh God, if you could just fill that, and you yeah. look at the size of the waterfall and the size of your vessel, and you're thinking, yeah. actually, we need larger vessels, don't we? We need yeah. larger spaces. We need bigger faith environments for God to do something amazing. Yeah, and and this has been a journey over many years of where we've grown into something. So it wasn't just that's a, a good point. Uh, yeah, it, we it wasn't just arrived, we went yeah. from the upper theater to the Spark Arena. Yeah, 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 that's for sure. <laughs> it was. It was like, hey, um, God, we've seen you be faithful here, you know, in this. And and at every level, um, you know, every season, should I say, we we just say, God, um, uh, what are you wanting to do in the next season? Because we don't want to just put on a conference for the sake of putting on a conference. Is it still serving the purpose um, we originally had, and which is to bring people into a prophetic encounter space? Um, you know, with this celebration, with this a coming together of family, with this yeah. uh, connection, just just even the connection that happens, yeah. you know, having been a movement where we've sent out people all over the world, it's like you know coming back. You just pick up where you left off. You haven't seen them for a period of time, uh, but those relationships are mm. other thing that well, it's critical. To, to holding it all together. A significant ministry flows from it. We talk about it all the time, but it yeah. keeps coming up, doesn't it? That actually yeah. that significant ministry flows from significant relationship. And I think Shout is, in many levels, just represents that on a global scale, doesn't it? That actually our, our you know, like you talk about the Israelites coming together. I mean, they celebrated for seven, eight days in celebrations. Yeah. You know, we're doing it for three or four. Yeah. But that, that just that coming together 
of God's people for that common purpose to worship him, yeah. it just does something in your spirit. It does. Down tools, mm. take the time, set aside the time. Yeah. Um, you do that, you know, it's amazing what God can do. Yeah. And I guess, yeah, I, I came in first, I think it was 2007, uh, the uh, Jesus, was it Jesus epidemic? Jesus. Oh, yeah. I can't even remember. <laughs> I can't <even laughs> epidemic's got the word yeah. in my mind. But uh, yeah, it was, and, and again, just you can't I, say that. No, you in can't say that. Climate. <laughs> a Jesus was, pandemic. But, no. Yeah, no, yeah. Uh, but it was certainly. I, I remember coming back from London. I was working in London, and uh, got encouraged to come and, and take a look. And by by Mark Collard, our pastor in London, and came back, and that was awesome. I just yeah. I remember meeting uh, James Roy, he's one of our pastors in our movement, for the first time there before he was, you know, doing that and. Again, we all had kind of you know little kids or or no kids or whatever, and again the relationships over years that have been formed at Shout now and where it's at now and what God's doing. But he's still doing the same thing. He's still, yeah. you know, you have the large crowds, but that's not that's not the only thing. It's not just oh man, let's fill a room. But I can remember years ago, Michael Maiden, Dr. Michael Maiden came mm-hmm. and he prophesied, and he and he was walking around the room. And then he looked up at a girl who was on our hosting team. She had a high-vis jacket right at the back of the, yeah. if you can imagine, Spark Arena. It's a big arena. And it was, I don't know, three, three and a half thousand people. Then right at the back, he saw this lady. And he prophesied about her mum. And you could see the lady just kind of fall to the ground, yeah. you know. And I just thought, that's just incredible. Mm-hmm. So in an environment where you've got thousands of people, you know, isn't it cool that God still speaks to the one? Yeah. Like, and he always does that. And that's why it's so special. Yeah. Well, I think that's the heart we want to continue to foster. And, you know, as it grows, we don't want it just to become another event. It's yeah. got to it's got to have that relational aspect to it, but also that, that, that personal touch. And uh, naturally that brings um, <laughs> logistics <laughs> yeah. into how you do that. But I'm glad that we've got a team who are just trying to make, you know, or create an environment where that, that is possible. That's possible, yeah. And that's pretty special, eh? Mm. Hey, that was Off Script with Sam Monk, uh, Shout Special Edition number two. Uh, We've got one more uh, coming up as well, so stay tuned for that. Otherwise, we'll see you soon.